We'd searched for the stag for weeks, but we'd found it after our first kiss. When the sea whip had revealed itself, I'd been standing in the circle of his arms, close to him for the first time since we'd been forced aboard the Darkling ship. The amplifiers wanted to be brought together. That was not one of like five quotes I had. <laughs> I am agog. Aghast even, perhaps. I am. Anyway, welcome back to Two Mourners. One book club. I'm Em. And I'm Jordy. Um, and today we are going to go over chapters 13 through 16 of Ruin and Rising by Lee Bardugo. Um, last time, we'll just jump right in. I don't think we have any updates. Let's just get right into it. Yeah. yeah. What was that accent? I don't know. <laughs> just <laughs> like, it's what came out of my mouth. It's just like a mix now. of like Australian and like. I don't know. Let's go with it. <laughs> I was trying to sound like one of those gamer YouTubers who's like, let's get back into it. But it didn't really work. That was totally different like, that time. Yeah, that's like Australian mixed with like Valley Girl. A little bit. I huh. see it. California. Well, you did just get back from California. I did just get back so, from California. The vibes. They're <laughs> um, <laughs> vibing. <laughs> so we left off with a lot happening. Um, mm-hmm. Adric lost an arm. Or what was your Jordy's description in the last episode? Hold on, I'm pull it up. Nikolai gets a makeover. Yes. Adric loses some weight, and Becker goes over the edge. All accurate. <laughs> but when Jordy sent me that, I was like, <gasps> "Oh my gosh!" So, so lots we're in has the happened. aftermath of that. Um, mm-hmm. They're basically they just landed. They're like trying to chill, um, and they're contemplating their next move. Mm-hmm. And so everyone is staying, even though Alina gave them the option to. Well, they all had a good cry. That is yeah, well. that's um, a fact. Alina gave them the option to separate and go try and find, survive elsewhere, but they're all stayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they split up into two groups. So Tamar, Nadia, Adric, Jenya, David, and Misha mm-hmm. um, would go to find, um, to the southeast area yeah. to find a house for them, like yeah, lodging basically for them get a to hotel. stay at. Mm-hmm. Except there are no hotels, so they broke into a house. Basically. Um but, you know, it's empty. It's fine. It's, like, abandoned. So, mm-hmm. oh, well. Um, and then Mal, Zoya, Harsha, Toya, Tolia, and Alina would go and look for the um, Firebird mm-hmm. in Sekur... I can't pronounce I don't know how to pronounce that. One's that one's really very difficult. Sekur-Zoy? I think it's Sekurzoy. Sekurzoy? I don't know. Lee Bardugo? Or Sekurzoy. <laughs> or Sekurzoy. What did you just call me? No, <laughs> It's hard. I don't know where the emphasis goes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, their timeline is two weeks. Um, that uh, the team traveling to go find the Firebird has two mm-hmm. weeks, and if they um, in in that time, tomorrow would um, try and meet up with any forces that the Apparat would send. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alina notes that she's worried about sending tomorrow and Nadia alone because they're going to go together to try and get any of the soul that soul to come mm-hmm. fight with them. Um, but they have to have limited numbers and they can only be so conspicuous. Yep. That's um, scary. Mm-hmm. And so the next morning they leave at sunrise and Misha was the only one who was awake. Mm. Um, and he was kind of sad. He was, he's a kid, you know, yeah. this, he's had enough upheaval in his life as is. Yeah. And this is just like two more people who he trusts leaving him and he yeah. doesn't know what's going to happen. So Mal calls him over and um, 
Misha's kind of pouting and he's like, mm. yeah Mal asks if he has the pin that Alina gave him and he does and so he's like do you know what that means it means that um you're a soldier and soldiers go where they're needed not where they want to mm-hmm. um and Misha's like you just don't want me to go with you and Mal's like no that's not mm-hmm. at all David is hopeless and Adric <laughs> is gonna need a lot of help you know with the weight he lost <laughs> <laughs> Since he went on the Atkins diet, he needs a lot of help. No! <laughs> what is it? What is the one where they only eat protein? Um, um, uh, keto. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just Atkins in a trench coat, oh, basically. Yeah. Atkins in a trench coat. <laughs> uh, you want to eat some protein? Well, he... <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> basically, Val is like reverse psychologizing Misha into being like, no, this is where you're needed. And it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's like a really cute little conversation. So eventually uh, Misha does agree to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mal gives him an order to go start uh, to go get water to boil for breakfast. And um, and he does. And so then Mal turns mm-hmm. around and Alina's watching him. And she's like, that was really well done. Like, good job. Wow. That was very skillful. Um, it's like your father. That's so crazy. No. <laughs> Um, and, uh, then he brings up that Anakuya, um, did the same thing to him mm-hmm. because when they were little, Mal was afraid of the dark and he, oh, um, I know, which the is the dark one's like, good <laughs> <laughs> fear me tracker <laughs> to a five-year-old. <laughs> he's like, I'm scared. But he's scared of the dark. I'm scared. He's, uh, it's scary. It's dark outside. <laughs> the dark thing's like. Good. And some guy named Alex is like, be afraid. <laughs> He's the sleep paralysis no. demon that Mal sees. <laughs> so true. Now that we've finally gotten to his his name reveal in the books, I'm about to have such a time. <laughs> At that point, he was going through like a different phase. He's like, call me Xander. <laughs> Not Xander. Xander the sleep funny that was really good <laughs> so um anyway um anakuya got mal to um be okay with the dark because she told him that he had to be brave for alina Aww. Uh, which oh that's so sweet and alina's like well she told me that um i needed to eat my parsnips to set a good example for you but i still didn't do it which Fair. Fair. Parsnips. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. I, I don't get think it. I've ever eaten a parsnip. I also haven't. When we were in kindergarten, um, our kindergarten teacher told mm-hmm. us, like, because how are we? Five turning six in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, you have to eat five green beans if you're five. And what? yeah, I don't know how to eat our vegetables, whatever. And <laughs> my brother, <laughs> like, he was like, I don't want to. And she's like, no, you have to. And he started bringing lunch. He took lunch every day from first uh-huh. through fifth grade because of that. And now at 26 <laughs> years old, he'll be like, yeah, that traumatized me. Oh, my gosh. Does my brother eat enough vegetables? Absolutely not. not. No, no, he still doesn't <laughs> eat vegetables. But he blames that. And I'm like, mm, grow up. Oh, that just made me really hungry for the Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes that your dad made. Oh, those, those were, were so good. good. Um, oh. If y'all remember, Jordy came down to my house in South Texas for a little vacay. And, and it was fun. My dad is a really good cook and cooked oh, a, You know what? I've been wanting so the good. cabbage steak. 
That was also mm-hmm. really good. It was like stir fry cabbage. Like, ugh. Yeah. Delightful. Anyway. <laughs> so my brother has trauma from eating <laughs> vegetables. But I mean, I don't want to speak I for mean, him. That's like the most serious trauma he does. So Fair. hopefully. I don't know. I mean, that we're aware of. Yeah. Unless he has something he hasn't told me. I don't Hope know. you're doing all right, buddy. <laughs> Maybe I should talk to him more. No. <laughs> it's fine. Just say, listen to this one episode <laughs> of my podcast. <laughs> On his way back from his uh, like trip mm-hmm. right now, and be like, "Hey, on your way back, hey. listen to this episode. No Call reason. Me. Just, just listen. <laughs> let me know what you think. So we um, care about you. Yeah. I hope you're okay. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> He's literally just vibing. Yeah. Um, but that just reminded me of that. I hadn't thought mm-hmm. about that in literally like twenty years. Parsnips. Um, How do you know? Yeah, I won't ever eat a parsnip. Um, and so they're like going back and forth and Zoya's like, if you are not up here in 10 seconds, mm-hmm. I am going to go back to sleep and you're going to have to carry me to the Firebird. It's like, that's fair. And they're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so jumping forward, they're finally at Dostolba. This is a parsnip. Mm. It's like an albino carrot. <laughs> why would you want that? You don't. That's you why don't. Anakuya had to yeah, try that's why and trick her. She had to like beg her and then she didn't. So anyway, sorry. Oh, you're good. So they're in Dostolba and Alina's taken by surprise because she expected it to kind of be like a quiet like ghost desolated, town like. mm-hmm, with a lot of graveyards and just no one mm-hmm. there. But it's a bustling town. Yeah, like um, it's actually kind of bumping. Yeah, there's lots of different shops and things. Um, and the houses, um, mm-hmm. although are kind of new, a lot of them have broken windows or broken roofs. Mm-hmm. Um uh and roofs whatever um i think either one (laughs) and so it's like they have makeshift um like temporary fixings on them Mm because they don't know how long they're gonna the people there don't know how long they're gonna be there so Mm -hmm. it's a temporary fix on a roof um not actually fixing it because it's not it's not worth it to put in the time effort and money if they're gonna leave soon yep um but uh, it's a bustling town. There's a lot. There's people there. Um, a market square, even. That's where they make their way to. And in the market square, there's things for, like, mm-hmm. traveling to help prepare. Because a lot of people who go through there are going, fleeing, fleeing the war, you know, essentially. It honestly feels kind of like a mix between, like, a border area, which it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are lots of places like this right before the first base camp when you're summoning Mount Everest. Mm. There's tons of places that, like, you get, like, camping gear and, like, remedies and things like that to help you on your ascent. It feels kind of like a mix between those things. You know what pisses me off? That people Mm. who climb Mount Everest just leave their shit there? Yeah. Like, like you can't take it or you'll die. But it's like, so you just want to say you climbed Mount Everest and just leave your crap up there? I'm like, if you're making that trek, obviously you are an experienced hiker, Mm -hmm. camper, whatever. And you're going to leave it there? Yeah. Really? No. Garbage on my Mount Everest? (laughs) It's more likely than you think. Yeah. If you all climb Mount Everest, take your trash with you. Just like, don't do it. No, actually, so... This is a shout out to another podcast that probably does not know we exist, but that's okay. Uh, National Park After Dark. They did a whole yeah. episode about a crew that went to Mount Everest. Their entire job was to get trash off of the mountain and bring it down with them. And even doing that, they almost died. But it's like, just don't do it. Just don't be Just dumb. Google Mount Everest don't and then go rude. climb your local mountain. Go, go. I don't know if, oh, does the, um, 
journey through the world, the ride at Disney World, go through Mount Everest. I think it Surely does. it does. I think it does. I think go, it does. Go to Disney and ride that. And then climb your local mountain. Your yeah. local park needs your money more than Mount Everest and the yeah. giant jets that will take you there. Exactly. Getting off my soapbox now. Go donate to a conservation. Yes. Like, don't do it. Just don't be dumb. There's no need. Anyway. Um, Literally no need. Yeah. That's our hot take. Climbing Mount Everest is stupid. <laughs> and you're stupid if you do it. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not afraid to say that. <laughs> We're going to get, like, two angry climbers <laughs> in our How dare you? Um, and then... Alina looks at Mal and feels a sense of relief when he's like, I didn't think, I thought it was going to be like, Yo, more desolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alina's like, did you notice how small the graveyard was? Mm-hmm. Um, because the people in there had just essentially disappeared. They had all been killed. Yeah. And so the graveyard is small because there was no one to remember them. So Oof. Mal and Alina can't go to the graveyard and find the remnants of their parents. Like, there's no one to visit. Which also, I'm like, how did they know their last name if they both just wandered up to the orphanage? That's a really good question. I'm not sure. Lee? Miss Bardugo? Miss Bardugo. Do they have, like, papers? Maybe. Pa- like, a little passport? I don't know. They could have just been assigned, like, common Ravkin names. That's true. Um, I don't know. Interesting. That's a question that we can ask if we ever go to a little meet and greet. Which we want to. We do want to. I want to go to Paris. Quite badly. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Mal wanted to buy a map, and although they had a map, he wanted to buy one from a local because it was going to be more accurate than what he yes. could find. Mal said shop from small businesses. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, a stan It's a Mal. stan moment. It is. <laughs> He's I'm a sorry. support small business. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Mal stan moment. He likes to support small local businesses. Hello. Um, and so there's a woman with white braids and she has, um, a little stand at this market. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go up there and, um, they're like making, com- they go up to her mouth starts to make conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, she asks, he buys a map and she, and he, well, he's looking at a map and he's like, there's, this is only the Western side. What about the Eastern side? She's like, you're better off going West. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, we have to go East. Um, and she's like, like, oh, where don't. are you going? Um, he's like, oh, we're going to Novi Zem. Um, she's like, stay west. Yes. This is actually like a lyric from one of my favorite um, Lord Huron songs. It goes, you come back from a trip from the west, but you don't come back from the dead. Damn. Um, I've gone to the east and come back just fine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think the original lyric is actually east. <laughs> you mm. come back from a trip to the east, but you don't come back from the dead. Mm. Well. Anyway. Um, <laughs> then uh, Toya and the woman start talking to each other in Chu because it's like a place where there's like some cultural fusion and mm-hmm. so she speaks Chu and they're talking um, and uh, then she gives Toya a different map yeah. <laughs> and he gives it to Mal and he's like this one has the east um, and the woman kind of makes a joke and commemor- commiserates about like her past and family mm-hmm. Um and uh, then Zoya's like, oh, yeah, this is not a city. And Tolly's mm-hmm. like, it's literally fine. What yeah. do you stop being so snobbish? Um, and uh, then Alina asked Toya, well, what did the woman have to say about the, the eastern side, mm-hmm. eastern mountains? And um, he said that Tolia tells her that they're sacred, um, potentially haunted, and that the Sierra Huyo, mm-hmm. who, who, yeah. I say this is the the Kara Hual. There you go. Oh, I wow. don't want to 
Yeah. Um, I'm like, my brain goes to Spanish and mm-hmm. I'm like, Sera cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas like Tagalog and Ilocano and a lot of other like Eastern languages are very much phonetic. Yeah. So my bad. You're um, good. <laughs> and again. I could also be saying it totally yeah. wrong. We're taking our best guess here. Like, let's Cultural be fully, fusion again. Let's be fully transparent in that this is like an Asian-esque word made up by mm-hmm. a white woman. Like, <laughs> with love and respect. We yes. all have, like, it's just part of the gamble. And I appreciate that she even mm-hmm. took the effort to do it. Because a lot of fantasy authors just don't even try. True. But let's be cognizant of that fact yeah. as well. Um, and then Alina's like, well, what's that? And Toya's like, oh, it's the Firefalls. <gasps> Because they're looking for the firebird. Oh, my. Could it be there? Maybe. That's where I'd be if I was a firebird. Context clues. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Dora. No, literally. (laughs) Do you see the firefalls? What could be there? Xander. Xander, don't swipe it. (laughs) What do we think could be at the firefalls? Do we think it could be swiper? (laughs) Big red in. Could it be the firebird? Could it be a sleep paralysis demon named Xander? <laughs> the vibes are so good this oh episode. Oh my gosh. <sighs> anyway, now we jump forward. And they finally are at uh, the ruins in Dostolba, mm-hmm. and Alina kind of notes that she thought it would be a little bit grander that she would recognize it, but mm-hmm. she doesn't realize that they're there until they're it's right in front of them. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it was. Maybe two mills, an aqueduct, an arch. Who knows? Um, and she's like, well, I don't know what I was expecting if I was going to feel like some sense of surety mm-hmm. um, that this is where we're supposed to go. Um, but then she's like, okay, this this has to be the place. And she asked Mal if he notes if mm-hmm. there's anything familiar. And he shakes his head and he's like, well, I kind of hoped. She, she agrees silently. They don't really yeah. finish. They just know. They have that shared mm-hmm. understanding. Yeah. Um, and along the way, they don't really see a ton of people, some refugees, um, some mm-hmm. others who look like they're probably deserters from the army, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't, the road wasn't crowded. And so then they make it to Sikurzoi, that town. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the mountain range. Yeah. And, uh, she notes that the mountains are, are, were gentle, um, that mm-hmm. not necessarily easily climbed, but. Um, beautiful, yes. not scary. So I think looking at, because there's the other mountain ranges, mm-hmm. they both have zoi as like the suffix. Mm. So maybe it's seeker zoi and petra zoi. Oh, there you go. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like hilly mountains and icy mountains. Hilly mountains and pointy mountains. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> um, and uh, Alina notes that in this area, because it's on the border, it's mm-hmm. no man's land. Um, so it is really dangerous, which is also another reason they brought Tolia with them. But it's also really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and that night they made no fire when they camped. Um, so people like wouldn't see the smoke. Um, mm-hmm. And she thinks of Nikolai. And she has no idea if he's mm-hmm. tracking them, if he has any semblance mm-hmm. of himself left. And she can't really sleep very well. Mm-hmm. They keep going. Storms come in. Yeah. Um, they basically just walk in. Yeah. They're trekking for a long time, for a few days. Um, and again, as they go, they get closer and closer into, or they go further and further into Shuhan territory. Um, and they're kind of, she gets a little bit mm-hmm. worried. At night, it gets cold. Um, and 
well, one night it got so cold they put up their tents and not mm-hmm. just slept outside. Um, and Zoya made Alina <laughs> make the tent, <laughs> which fair. Um, and then all of us. Okay, I was going to mention it this time that um, when I was in my four days of archaeological field school, I tried to pitch my tent and I couldn't figure it out and I was struggling super, super bad. And then I had some of my fellow students come and help me and we couldn't figure it out. And the professor came over and was like, this is the rain cover, you dipshits. <laughs> the actual tent is still in the bag. I had thought it was just more bag. And so we were like, Ugh? And then when I figured out I was not, in fact, setting up the tent, but the rain sheet and got the actual tent out and set it up, it was embarrassingly easy. <laughs> okay, but at least it was really you bad. and multiple other students. I did feel better know. that it was multiple other college-educated people being like, I don't understand. It's just not yeah, that's fair. It that's was rough. Tough. That's oh, why I'm not gosh. an archaeologist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. It's very well, hard. While Alina's struggling to put up the tent. I, I see that. <laughs> Mal all of a sudden it. is like, hey, someone's out there. Um, and shushes everyone. And <clears throat> Alina lifts her hands like, oh, should I use my powers? And he whispers like, to cut oh. that guy. <laughs> Just as a last resort. Um, and so Mal gets his gun mm-hmm. and Tolia gets his sword. And Harshaw is ready to light his fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gives Alina gives a signal and he does, and um, so fire is burning, um, mm-hmm. controlled by Harshaw, and it lights the faces of six ish shoe men, mm-hmm. shoe soldiers presumably yeah. um, hiding in the grass, and they all run away. Yeah, because um, Harshaw is has the fire and Zoya is using the wind to like blow it at them. Mm-hmm. They don't die. Um, some of some of them get a little burned, but yeah. you know, yeah. It's just to scare them off. Yeah. Um, and uh, Tolia's like, well, they might come back because um, you get good money for Grisha in Koba, which is presumably a town in Shuhan. Yeah. And for the first time, as Jordan said before we um, started this, Aline had a critical thought. She did. <laughs> it's rare, but it happens. But she finally thinks of how difficult it must be for Tolia and Tamar to not be able to like, go to their dad's hmm. home country um but also in Ravka they're not welcome because they are half yeah. shoe they're like othered in both places yeah and so it's in the difficult. show um Alina is half shoe half mm-hmm. Ravkin um and I'm glad that they did that because it literally took to the third book for Alina to be like oh that must be hard oh, for them my lived experience isn't the same as everyone else's yeah and so I told Jordi I was like this, wow. g- this is a good conversation both of us are half C's we can say that because we are if you are not you <laughs> cannot please don't <laughs> yeah please, in fact please don't please don't because <laughs> if you do I will get very upset yeah um but I think we've both experienced this in like the different um oh, environments sure. that we've been in where I grew up in South Texas um, mostly Hispanic, and I grew up learning Spanish and English at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, not to be stereotypical, but I am have tan skin, you yeah. know? I have darker features. And even there, it was like, oh, you're so white. And I'm like, I don't understand what that means. But then I'd visit the yeah. other side of my family um, in the Midwest, and um, my family never treated me any differently. But some people there, it was just like, oh... Mm-hmm. Like, I look exactly like my mom, just turned a few shades darker. <laughs> so I look exa- a lot like my family. I'm just darker. And so yeah. it's like, I maybe put that barrier up because it's like, oh, I'm very clearly different from yeah. them. Um, but also just some experiences. Like, you just never feel quite wholly e- 
a part of one or the other. Yes, 100%. Like, because I am very white passing. So my dad is from the Philippines. My mom is from Texas. And I grew up in central Texas, like central northern Texas. Um, And so it's like a lot of people didn't treat me like any different type of way in predominantly white communities because I look white, like for the most part. You have to know that I'm not fully to see it. And it's like strange. But then my siblings both look like physically a lot more like distinctly Filipino than I do and I have seen differences in how they are treated even when the three of us are together than how I am treated see your brother is like me in that he looks exactly like your mom just turned no, a few he shades does. darker <laughs> he really does they just baked her for a little longer and there was there's my brother but it's just like turn up the saturation slide <laughs> <laughs> But then, I mean, I was just with, like, in an area with, like, my dad's family, who I love and love me, and, like, it's fine. But there is also, like, a a distance there because Mm -hmm. I don't look like everybody there. And, like, for better or worse, like, that impacts how I move through some spaces. Like, Mm -hmm. I went to a Filipino market, and I didn't feel confident enough to order because they were already, I could see, like, the servers looking at me like, Mm-hmm. what are you doing but meanwhile my uncle who is like the whitest man ever from boston rolled up and said can i have this 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 and this and this and this and this and this so like it's different it's it's interesting for sure but yeah. seeing like that type of representation in these books while it's by no means perfect yeah in in total but especially here in ruin and rising and um, we're going to talk more about it mm-hmm. later on um it's still really cool to see and have alina be like oh yeah oh my god there and are like, more countries than Ravka. Yeah. And not to get on a soapbox, but I feel like on the other side of that, I am not white passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in spaces outside of my hometown, which is, again, is close to the border, um, people will see me and, you know, sometimes it's not, they have a certain assumption of me and that yeah. sucks. But at other times I've been in an airport um, on the East Coast and in the Midwest, mm-hmm. where a family who doesn't speak English doesn't know where they're supposed to go, and so they see yeah. me, and they come up and ask me in Spanish, and I'm able to help them, which yeah. is, like, great. I'm That's so neat. glad that they felt comfortable enough to come ask me for help, because yeah. it's hard navigating a world where you don't speak the language. For sure. Um, and there is no specific of official language of the U.S., so, yeah. eh, jot that <laughs> down. Um, but it's just, like, it's... Either way, yeah, it's not easy. No, like I feel like especially in some academic and professional spaces, people have almost like operated with me like on a blood quantum. Like, mm. well, you're not Filipino enough, or mm. you don't look X Y Z to where I have actually had to show people pictures See, that's not... of my family to justify. Like, no, actually, this is how I grew up and like this is my like biological father these are my siblings we are all 100% related um and it's like you know you don't go ask anybody else of like any type of other majority like Mm -hmm. are you related like when I was when we were kids and we would go out to eat as a family like very young me and my uh, two siblings they would ask if the bill was together or separate oh my gosh when it was clearly a family (laughs) going out to eat together that's crazy because my dad is a different color than my mom so it was it's interesting like sometimes i have to prove to non-filipino people that i am in fact not fully white which you absolutely shouldn't have to do and then like 
it's just it's it's difficult and don't get us wrong we love both yes. sides of our cultures 300 percent yeah but it's just at some points it's like oh i'm not fully this or i'm not fully this and you get we get we are able to have a, a broader cultural mm-hmm. like ancestral yeah we're able to like to navigate multiple spaces and connect to multiple heritages but sometimes it's hard yeah sometimes it do be hard and we don't live in a war-torn country like yeah toya and tamar do so it really sucks for them (laughs) so they're struggling because imagine having all this patriotism for a nation Mm -hmm. where people look and spit at you because they think you're not one of them Ugh, damn that sucks Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm that sorry guys (laughs) we're real um anyway anyway um, Elena acknowledges that it can't be easy for them. Finally, Which, thank you, Elena. Um, but then they also uh, then Harshaw brings up the idea. Well, mm-hmm. you know, she's Kalish. Yes, which I guess I didn't really know. Maybe should have presumed with the red hair. I don't know. I know, but don't we wanna, we just talked about assume. how we're not trying to make yeah. assumptions, <laughs> so it's good we didn't assume. Yes. Um, and then Harshaw's like, "Well, the shoe doctors aren't so bad." Um, That's a pretty good Irish accent at the beginning on accident. You went, the shoe doctors aren't, might not be so bad. <laughs> That's just the way I speak. <laughs> I feel like there was a subconscious, it sounded like an Irish accent a little bit. It was good. Thanks. I was like, dang, I'm, I'm, it's like I'm there. <laughs> when I go back and listen to this, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I did slip into an Irish you accent. Did. I do that a lot subconsciously. It's just a... Just a defense mechanism. <laughs> um, anyway, Harshaw was like, the shoe doctors Good. might not be so bad. <laughs> Golly gee, those shoe doctors might not be so awful. We'll go back to that transatlantic. <laughs> you My know, word. shoe doctors. <laughs> <laughs> they might not be so bad. <laughs> because at least they clean, at least the shoe are very medically advanced. And then everyone else is like, what? Huh? And then he's like, yeah, so um, on the Wandering Isle, um, people think that Grisha blood um, cures everything. Mm-hmm. So um, when my brother found out that he had powers, um, they cut his neck and strung him up like an animal. Woof. And everyone was like, oh, what? Zoya literally goes, my God, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Which she like. That's a lot for her. Yeah. And then Harshaw's like, eh, I burned the village down and everyone in it. Which I wrote, slay. Honestly, slay. Literally. Literally traumatizing. <laughs> well, it was traumatizing for him. It was. So he slayed. Um, <laughs> King Ramesses. Slay. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Um, and uh, so Alina's thinking, okay, maybe I kind of get where Harshaw was coming. Well, I understand where Harshaw's coming from. He mm-hmm. he and I kind of understand where the Darkling is coming from mm-hmm. because it hasn't been safe for Grisha. Yeah. Um. And uh, then Mal's like, okay, um, we'll 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 watch tonight and and keep going tomorrow. Yeah. Because what are you gonna say after that? No, there's nothing to say. Um, and so that jumps to the next morning. Um, there's no um uh, evidence of the mm-hmm. shoe soldiers who were there. Um, and so they keep going and Alina notes that Mal is quiet, um, mm-hmm. as he's going cause he's in his tracking mode. Yeah. He's like tran- in a trance mm-hmm. basically. And they go a different way and he moves different, um, he, they're on a path and they're mm-hmm. not on a path and they're on a path again and mm-hmm. all that. And Harshaw eventually is like, what do you see? <laughs> like, what are you seeing that we're not? 
He's like, well, it's what I don't see. I you almost know. picked this. Uh, I don't know. This wasn't one that I had marked. Wow. <laughs> um, he's like, well, I don't see this, and I see this, and I don't see this. And, yeah. And Harshaw's like, and people think I'm crazy, which, <laughs> valid. Yeah. Because um, Mal's like, it's more of the absence of something else. And it's like, bruh. Yeah. Mal would do really well on Naked and Afraid. Mal would do incredibly well mm-hmm. on Naked and Afraid. Mm-hmm. He'd just have to be naked, which is unfortunate. But then you'd see his tattoo. No! Can you imagine the interviewers being like, yeah, I got this tattoo from my, my boo. <laughs> For my boo from my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tolia. <laughs> um, and as the days go on, Alina can feel herself becoming restless a little bit because yeah. they just they're she, just walking there she kind of do. reminded me like she's getting kind of junkie-ish right now it kind of like itchy like yeah like paranoid like come on where is it like i want to go let's just mm-hmm. let, let's find it like um and she's like well do you do you even think it's out there and they're like well i don't know um uh searching for something that i don't even know it's there it makes mm-hmm. me nervous and she's mm-hmm. like well you don't seem nervous He's like, yeah, well, no, no one's threatening to kill you this time, so I'm not that nervous. Yeah, so I'm pretty chill. And Alina's like, she's thinking that, well, the Darklings, um, yeah, you got it? Yeah. More? Okay. Nah, just, um, she's thinking that the Darklings, the idea of a, the Darkling killing her is kind of welcome right now, because yeah. there's a lot happening. She's so on edge. She's like, at least that would be an answer mm-hmm. one way or another, and no more waiting. Yeah. And then Mal says it. It's kind of comforting to know that he thought he needed me to find the Firebird. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm not there, he can't find it. Um, and also nice. that he was so sure that I would be able to find it. So I feel like I can find it because he thought I could find it. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, and Alina's thinking that everyone just wants to feel safe again. Uh, and Mal asks her if uh, she can bring... Mal asks Selena if she can bring the Firebird down when it, the time comes to, and she doesn't even hesitate. She's like, yeah. She's like, yep. Can't even. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a need at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then Alina says, you know, it doesn't even seem real, and even if it is, it might not be enough. The Darkling has a, an army, and we have, and Zoe's like, thanks. Uh, no, honestly. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? You're going to say it in front of these people who are following you? And Harshal's yeah. like, eh, well, she has a point. Melina says, She, she well, tries to walk it back. It, you know? Um, and they're like, well, even if we defeat the Darkling, like, uh, then what? What What are we going to do? And if I'm able to destroy the fold, Radcliffe's still vulnerable. Like, we don't mm-hmm. know about Nikolai. Um, and Tolia's like, well, the Apparat, you know, he's not trustworthy, but the people who follow but, him follow you. And yeah. so they can... And Zoe, Zoya is even uh-huh. like, and David thought he could fix Nikolai, so, yeah. um, you know, and she's trying to bring some comfort. Yeah. Uh, but Alina's still like, do you think our enemies will wait for that? Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone's offering her solutions, but she just doesn't want them. Yeah, she's at a breaking point, and uh, Mal tells her that she'll make a new alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and negotiate on her own terms. And she's like, really? A marriage contract? Um... And what about you? And he tells her that he'll follow her as long as he can. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, are you going to stand outside? Are you going to stand guard outside my room all night when I'm married? Which, mm-hmm. that was That was, that was mean. Like, that he's, was she's trying to get him to fight mm-hmm. with her so she doesn't have to be alone with her feelings. Yeah. And he's just not. He's like, I'm going to do what to I it. have to do to keep you safe. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, the devoted soldier. He's like, yeah, I am a soldier. 
And she she even notes that she thought he might finally give her the fight that she wanted. Um, but he doesn't. He's like, I will keep going because mm-hmm. the Firebird is all I can give you. I can't give you power. I can't give you money. I can't give you an alliance. This is the only thing I have that I can give you, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, and then he walks away, which she, she's she got to feel like shit after that. Yeah. Um, and then Zoe is like, hmm. I'll take the emerald, which fair, <laughs> fair. Um, Who the, I think the thing that you just starred was what I thought you were <laughs> going to say. <laughs> um, and uh, then Alina just kind of laughs She's a little like, bit. I'm sorry, y'all. And, yeah, she apologizes. Um, and Zoya's like, well, "Well, maybe you're hungry. I get mean when I'm hungry." And Harsha is like, "So are you hungry all the time?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they go back and forth a little bit. And then That's Alina, good. Alina's like, Zoya, you and Mal back in careers, way back in book one, when, mm-hmm. um, before Alina found out she had powers, remember mm-hmm. they were at the encampment and, uh, he saw Zoya. She's, um, Alina asks if, if they essentially slept together. And Zoya's yeah. like, yeah, but we haven't since. Yeah. Um, which is like, oh, hmm. and then, uh, Zoya's like, and it's not cause I haven't tried. Um, so, you know, if you can say so no to me, that that's something. That's supernatural. <laughs> and, uh, Zoe's like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb. He literally just wants to be with you. Uh-huh. You dumbass. She's like, do you know what his nickname was back at the White Cathedral? <laughs> and it's a Rabkin word. Beznako means lost cause. Um, and, uh, uh, Zoya continues. She's like, I get why the Darkling and Nikolai want you and your power, but mm-hmm. Mal looks at you like you're me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tolia, this Ugh. actually, this is what I thought Tolia you were going to say. I have it start. Heart. I almost Tolia did, comes in and says, quote, no, he doesn't. He watches her the way Harshaw watches fire. Like he'll never have enough of her. Like he's trying to capture what he can before she's gone. <laughs> and then Zoya and Alina look at him like, what? Like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> Um, and so he's like, well, if you had used that poetry on me, maybe, maybe I'd, I'd, I'd give you a chance. And he's like, who, who said I want one? one? <laughs> Harsha said, I want one. <laughs> I love Harsha. Um, uh. and, uh, then Zoe is like, well, Oncat has a better chance than you. And then Harsha's like, oh, Oncat, you sly dog. <laughs> and Oncat's like, cat. I'm a cat. <laughs> Quoted, actually. No. Actually. <laughs> Um, and so then we jump forward. They're getting closer mm-hmm. to where they're trying to get to. Yeah. And Mal is getting quieter. And Alina knows that she needs to apologize to him. But she hasn't found the right time. Ma'am. Grow up. Um, <laughs> and at one point, they get to a spot where what that they thought was a dry creek bed. And Mal asks Harshaw to burn some of it. And it's actually a road um, that... Uh, mm-hmm. it, there might have been a, a town there who knows um so i just wrote down time because where they are there at one point yeah. had probably been a civilization a town there but the nature had just taken over um and cities alina notes that quote cities rose and fell and were forgotten mm-hmm. and then she thinks back to the darkly and how he lives in a thousand moments which that was such a you live in a single moment i live in a thousand dramatic okay xander you have to sleep all the time alex <laughs> um and she's again thinking about the time and what would happen once everyone she loves is gone Mm -hmm. and yada 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 so sad whatever um and then they move over this like hill Mm -hmm. and it alina notes that 
it was gray. It's like all the color had been taken out of it. The grass so was creepy. gray. And the trees were so uniform um, that it looked like people standing. And Mal knows that they're soldier trees. Um, and that uh, um, they're supposed to be the gate. Or Tolia then says that it's it, it's Ashwood. Mm-hmm. And it's the gateway to where they're going. Um and then Tolia tells him that there was actually a story, that there was a massacre there, mm-hmm. um, and that uh, the last surviving soldier planted trees for all of his fallen comrades who had who had died. That's what fallen That's, means, for all of his fallen yeah. comrades. Sorry. <laughs> and it's sad. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, it's just a legend, but they're all kind of scared by it. But it's, they're like, yeah, yeah this is just, it's just a legend. Mm-hmm. And then Harshaw tells everyone to look, and there's a white thing moving, and everyone is like, oh, my gosh. They think it's a ghost. Yeah. And Zoya's like, oh, goodness gracious, grow up. And she uses her powers and gets all the white billowing stuff to come towards mm-hmm. them and then drops, and it's ash. Ooh. Um, Scary. Yeah. And uh, Zoya's like, literally grow up. Like, oh, my gosh. Just, Did you actually think it was a ghost? It's just weather, and they're all like, <coughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I knew that. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and so eventually um, they make their way through. Um, mm-hmm. Into the valley of this, like, they went up and over mm-hmm. and then in the valley. Yeah. Which I used my hands that you can't but see. But we understood. Thank you. Um, and they see this very stark towering mm-hmm. cliff that's higher than anything they've seen um, mm-hmm. that stands out clearly. And there's a flat part at the top and in the mid- the cliff was kind of split in the middle and there was a waterfall coming out of it. It's very um, cool. Very stark. Yeah. And uh, so they're they're there. Once they make their way, they get closer. Zoe's like, "Is this it?" Um, and it has to they're be. like, "It has to be. We have to go up." Um, mm-hmm. But it's also getting dark, so Mal tells them that they'll go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So they're they're like, "Okay, let's make camp." Um, and Harshaw's like, uh, "Maybe let's make camp a little bit further away." And they're like, "Why?" And as they were walking up, they noticed some trees at the bottom of the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, not trees, bones. Bones. Uh, and they're like, "Yeah, let's let's, let's make camp. actually move further away." Yeah. Um, it's not not a bunch of boulders. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, so they move back, and they're like, "Well, maybe maybe it's volcanic. Like that's why it's called the firefalls." And Tolly's like, "Nope, that's not why. Look." Mm-hmm. And um, at as the sun is setting, it causes it to the mist off of the waterfall mm-hmm. to look like fire and everything kind of glows very cool which i would love i really would I love know. a season three which we're not going to get the firebird because we already did that yeah. but maybe they could find a but maybe reason. something to go there because it's I so know, pretty. It's pretty so cool um and harshaw's like oh my gosh it's beautiful i love her <laughs> <laughs> like... um and zoya's like okay whatever this is it, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm I tired. Comfort. I want. She literally says, "I want a warm bed and a glass of wine." Same. Honestly, Same. girl, go off. Um, and Tolly's like, "This is holy ground." She's like, "Cool, <laughs> <laughs> great, premier river." It's <laughs> <laughs> the end of chapter thirteen. Then chapter fourteen starts, and the next morning, um, it's early, mm-hmm. and uh, Alina goes to look at the waterfall. And as they're packing up the their camp, they hear a loud uh. screech. Oh, a loud what? I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it one try. 
It was great. <laughs> yeah, that's all you want me to do it again. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, and uh, Tolia's like, well, it could, it could just be a hawk. Um, but and now Mal's like, hup, 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 hup. <laughs> like gets like, his gun. We gotta go, we gotta go. And starts tromping through the woods. <laughs> He's like over the river and through the woods. He really is. To find the firebird we go. He is running. <laughs> I'm just like imagining him, um, like in Emperor's New Groove. No, yeah, yes, exactly. That is exactly Mal right now. Or you haven't seen the new Barbie movie yet? There's Not a yet. part where they're running and they play the uh, song, and they're like. It's so funny because they're running, but they're not mm-hmm. like, it's clear they're not running fast. Yeah. And that's like what I imagine. <laughs> and he's just going. And they're all wearing uh, pink. No. I love it. Um, <laughs> what a vibe. So they go and they start to climb and Aline notes that it is um, a daunting trek. It's harder than anything mm-hmm. that she's had to do. It's harder than anything they've been doing so much that Tolia brings out spikes and they're literally mountain climbing. Yeah. Um, casually. And eventually they get to the flat top of the cliff wall. And are just kind of chilling there, and they're like, uh, "Okay, what what do we what, do now?" What now? Um, and the wind picks up, and um, they're like, "Well, where is it? We've been." Mm-hmm. Alina notes that they've been gone for over a week. Like, yeah, have they just been wasting time? Like, if they don't turn around, they're not going to make it back by, like, the two week window. Yeah, and um, now I was like, "Well, I don't, I." I guess we just go to the next mountain. And Zoya's kind of upset, and Tolia's like, we just have to keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, they're like, well, how do we even know this thing exists? And they're like, we don't. We just kind of hope. And uh, then Alina's like, you know what? It's too wet to make camp here. Why don't you all go back into the woods and make camp, and then maybe we'll talk about splitting up because we have to find this. Yeah. Um, And... uh, Atolia like objects because he's not gonna leave her no um but she's like we'll discuss it later yeah there's like some regular woods on the edge yeah. of the plateau um because it's a big mountain it's very big and uh she goes up to Mal and he apologizes and she's like don't apologize we don't know that there even is a firebird he's like you don't believe that and she's like well no, not really on. but you still don't have to apologize yeah um and she also apologizes for what she told him earlier and he like jokes um mm-hmm. and says quote a bad mood i can handle which i was like okay okay all right um which actually he's he's kind of proved that he can't but that's yeah whatever. but in this in this context mm-hmm. like i guess yeah and he tells her that she doesn't have to bear it alone mm-hmm. um and she's like, I'm not like them. I'm not like anyone except him. He's the only one who mm-hmm. understands me, a.k.a. the Darkling. Yeah. he's like, look, you're not him. Like, can we stop? You can lean on us. We're all here together. Yeah. Tries to, And she just keeps pushing it off, which I kind of get, you know, it's yeah. difficult for her. But also these people care about you and trust you. So let's let's just lean on each other and talk about yes. our feelings. And I almost picked this quote. I was really close. Mm. where he's like everybody has a hard time trusting it's not just mm. because you're the sun summoner and she's about to be like you don't get it and he says quote i know there's no way to live without pain no matter how long or short your life is people let you down you get hurt and do damage in return mm-hmm. but then he notes the things that like the darkling has done that are just like awful and how alina is so different and how she would never do that um, he says that what the Darkling has done is weakness. It's mm-hmm. someone who's afraid, which I would love Mal to tell the Darkling that to his face. Right? Because... This it, actor, Mal? Like, bro. Because <laughs> the Darkling would be like, it's... it's, 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 it's weakness? 
And my Valentino white bag. <laughs> Weakness in my dark black cloak. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. I love um, it. And uh, so they're like, okay, well, we just got to keep going. Got to move forward. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, let us help you. Let us carry you when you can't care- bear the burden yourself. Yep. Um, and uh, Alina thinks back to the night before she and Mal entered the fold and how um, he promised that they were going to survive. Um, and so he mm-hmm. walks away and she stays and watches the sun set and mm-hmm. the fire kind of go off. Um, and she looks over the edge and is looking at, at the sun. She's like, wow, the mist looks like it's it's moving. And then boom, <laughs> the firebird comes up. Yeah, because they all kind of forgot that there are bones at the bottom of that waterfall. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, when the firebird comes up, she yells for Mal and Mm -hmm. she goes to try and get her rifle and bow, which I'm like, girl, you have the cut. You have the cut. But whatever. Um, and the firebird is white with gold on its wings, which, pretty. um, you're already drawing the Nikolai thing, but this would also be a really cool thing to draw. I know. I mean, I could (laughs) also draw this. I'm like putting it on Jordy, like, hey, (laughs) I have zero artistic talent. You gotta draw. (laughs) I make the TikToks. Yes, you make the TikToks. I can do the art. <laughs> That's all I can do. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, that is not. Please. Um, and uh, it, it was huge mm-hmm. and really cool looking. And she, yeah. she like, is ready to use the cut, but then she slips because the firebird is flapping its wings and it's, like, a strong wind that's pushing her mm-hmm. and so because of that she slips and starts to fall down mm-hmm. um and it's like angled to where she would just fall off the cliffs and she's like oh my gosh this is how it all the bones got there this is how <laughs> it like, killed oh everyone no. oh no <laughs> yeah um and uh then right before she's she's falls off um mal like grabs her and essentially mm-hmm. dislocates her so- her shoulder because she's hanging over the edge of a cliff yeah, pretty much um, and he grabbed her just below her elbow, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I got you. And um, she's like, I'm scared. Yeah. Well, obviously, that's not necessary for her to say. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> she's like, <gasps> girl, okay. Yeah. But we get it. We get it. <laughs> You're falling off a cliff or whatever. Uh, <laughs> grow up. No. <laughs> Um, and he's like, I got you. I got and, you. I and got he's you. like going to fall, but he grabs around her wrists. And when mm-hmm. he does, they both get the jolt that they felt back um, out. <laughs> that out. they were so dumb, they thought it was just sexual tension. <laughs> They're like, is this the power of sexual tension? No, stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's what she thought it was. She was like, damn. Well, because remember a few chapters ago, she was like, uh, I was waiting to feel this thing with Nikolai that I yes. felt with the Darkling and Mal. Well, guess what? It's like, you mean electric? <laughs> like electrified? Literally? Not yeah. like metaphorically? Um, and so she like gets this feeling of power when he grabs her wrist. And it's like a door swinging open and she wants to go through. And then she realizes, oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Um, and then he pulls her up. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like, we'll, we'll get to this in just a second, but she's like, I didn't feel the thing with Nikolai that I have felt with Mal and the Darkling, which is power. The yes. literal power, the light calls like, to light, literal the, the, the pulling, the pulling that the Darkling has for her, this whole th- girl. So Lord maybe let's Lords. reevaluate Nikolai. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Um, 
And so then he pulls her up, and as soon as he lets go of her wrist, there's no more, she doesn't feel that rush of power. Um, And then they hear the firebird, and it's coming towards them. They go up to their knees, and Mal just puts himself in front of her. Um, And then it's, like, right as it's going to grab him, a few inches away, it stops. It's like, wait a second. And uh, then it it flies away. Yeah. Um, but she, she, Alina also notes how majestic it looks because the firebird was Ravka mm-hmm. and she and Mal were kneeling and she's mm-hmm. like, it feels right to kneel because mm-hmm. all the power this bird has. It's incredible. It's mm-hmm. a very cool thing. And then, um, it looks at them and screeches and flies away. And Alina's like, why did it stop? And Mal's like, we, he, it knows we're not hunting it anymore. And she's and like, she's like, oh uh, no, he knows He too. knows. Uh. He's like, we got to get out of here. And then all of a sudden, Zoya, Harsha, and Tolia are coming, um, running up to them. Mm-hmm. And Zoya's like, that was it. And she's about to use her powers to use the wind to bring it back, which yeah. that's pretty cool. Honestly, go um, off. And Mal's like, no, Zoya, just let it go. She's like, what? Why did you? We came all the way here. It's. Yeah. And, and then he's like, it's not the amplifier. Um, she's like, what's going like, on? Like, like how what? could you possibly this know is, that? We've made this entire trek. We've been searching mm-hmm. for weeks. This is the only way. And he's, and then, um, Alina's like, now's the amplifier. And everybody's like, oh, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they basically explain how that happened. Yeah. And, uh, well, before they do that, yeah. Tolly's like, let, let's, let's go back to camp. Let's get somewhere safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, they get back to camp um mal goes to get food and uh to hunt food and Mm -hmm. tolia puts alina's shoulder back into place um and alina's thinking back to the story bagger told her that how morozova Mm -hmm. was a great healer and she's like he didn't heal his daughter he used merzost and made her the third amplifier he she didn't like she wasn't mortally wounded Mm -hmm. she died yeah and he brought her back and she wasn't, she didn't have power. She was Otskatsia, and this mm-hmm. burden had been passed down for generations. With no one to know it. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you had to have known. And this is where the quote that Jordy read at the beginning yeah. comes from. Alina's like, in retrospect, yes. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I thought I was just a horny teenager. <laughs> I just thought I was the special one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, literally, because yeah. earlier in this book, she is like, Oh my god, what if he healed her and she was a sun summoner like me and I'm her descendant? Oh my no. gosh, I almost slept with my cousin. Like literally, she's what? having this whole, like, and she even says herself, like, oh my gosh, this is so much. Like, yeah. Like I'm being so, uh, what's the freaking word? It starts with an A. I can't remember. I was going to say ambivalent, but that's not the right word. It's not ambivalent. It's like um, the word is literally in the book. She's yeah. being like... I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the word. Um, And she's thinking, oh my gosh, is that how we both ended up at Karamzin? Is that why he's so good at tracking? all my feelings for him from him being the amplifier? Mm -hmm. And she's thinking, back to his tattoo, I am become a blade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's like, oh my gosh. Dumb. That's so right. Um, He's so wise. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Stupid tattoo. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'm just thinking like, Again, Oppenheimer, the mm-hmm. the, I am, I am destroyer. Whatever. Yeah, I am become death destroyer of yeah. worlds. There's actually a good reason for that one. Yeah, that one makes sense. I am this one does blade. not. Um, you are become a dickhead. <laughs> 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 we 
Wait, we never got the tattoo in the book. Arrogance. Or in the show. That's what the word was. It's oh. arrogant. That we never got the the tattoo in the show. We didn't because show Mel actually has two brain cells to rub together. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and so Alina's like, oh, the price for Merzos is Mal's life. life. That's the burden that, that's the sacrifice that Morozova made that his line would have to bear for mm-hmm. generations. Um, and Mal brings back food and they cook it. And no one's hungry except Harsha and Tolia. Yeah. Which um, and uh, so... Alina explains to them about Bagra and Morozova mm-hmm. and how it was resurrection. And Tolia's like, oh my gosh, the power of life and death. Mm-hmm. And that's why Morozova didn't finish his journals because he, he used it on his daughter. Yep. Um, and Alina, or Zoya's like, but the, sa- the stag and the sea whip, they were old. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alina's like, yeah, well, he chose those deliberately, but when he had no other choice, he used his daughter. He did it on his daughter. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. Alina then admits, she's like, I thought it was me. I thought that that was the reason mm-hmm. that this was the purpose, that it didn't just happen, but it was always you. Um, mm-hmm. And Mal's just looking at her. And then he walks up and, like, takes her hand and leads her to his tent. And Zoe's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to hear Tolia snore tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, how, like, brazen to do that in front of a group of I five know. people. You're all... Five of you are sitting around a campfire. You just have this like traumatic news, which I get. But then he goes up to her, takes her hand and leads her to his tent. Teenagers. Teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) I was literally thinking the same thing. Um, And uh, to be fair, they Mm -hmm. just lie down together. They just have have a cuddle. Um, They have a little cuddle in it. The in it. It's a little cuddle, isn't it? Um, and uh, he like has his arms around her and moves his hand around her wrist, and she feels that power again. Um, and she is ashamed that she wants that power because it, yeah. it means killing Mal. She's like, "We'll find another way." Um, and he's like, "No, we won't." And then they go to sleep. And then they go night night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then they they're making their way back to Dostolba mm-hmm. and they're like well we know it was a lot shorter um because mm-hmm. they knew where they were going and you know everyone is quiet with the like heavy realization of what has to happen yeah um and Alina notes that after the first night she and Mal kept their like Mal kept his distance yeah um and that he was taking in everything um like the sun the flowers because he he mm-hmm. started walking with the sense that his his time was limited yeah um and at one point he caught a mouse for on cat um and alina notes quote uh she seemed too spoiled to do any hunting of her own and i wrote queen <laughs> good honestly for her. Good she for is her. a queen i love on cat this is like mouse yes our friend has a cat named mouse and she's incredible she knows her work she's literally the prettiest cat i've ever seen she is when i cat sat her mm-hmm. it literally just um consisted of me going to check on her and feed her yeah i would walk into his apartment and she would be waiting yes because it was on a time schedule and i was never late of course never. never for mouse never and i would walk up and i would go get her food and i'd give her a treat i'd try to play with her she's like no i want to eat mm-hmm. and then she would eat and then she would take one bite watch look at me mm-hmm Watch me walk to the door, and as I open the door, she would start to eat. She was like, you may go now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> You're dismissed. Like, honestly, icon. Yes. 
Um, and uh, then Zoe's like, well, for a doomed man, you're you're pretty happy. And Alina's like, he's not doomed. It's not going to happen like that. Okay, whatever. And, but Mel's like in a good mood now. Yeah. He's um, like, it's great. It's fine. I Everybody has to die eventually. And I know why I have to die now. So yeah. it gives it reason. And I'm, I'm at peace with it. It's like I'm dying for something. Yeah. Keep- great. But Alina's like. I'm not okay with you dying. <laughs> like, like policing everyone, like, don't say that. Don't think that. <laughs> He's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's like, don't tell me that you're ready to die. And he's like, Alina, I want to live forever. Mm-hmm. Because she's going to live forever. <laughs> Which, that's really sad. Um, it is very sad. And uh, eventually, uh, so then after that, Mal kisses her. They be kissing. And... Uh, she notes that they kiss until she barely remembers her own name, which, good for her. Good for them. That has to be a lot of kissing. Well, enough to where even Tolia is like, oh my gosh. Right. Which, that has to be a lot. That has to be <laughs> a whole lot. Um, and so, that night, Mal and Alina um, did sleep together. Not not sexually. Yeah, just cuddling again. Yeah. Um, and then... The next day, they get back to Dostolba, get to the Bittern, mm-hmm. and um, they're ready to meet um, any forces that the Apparat could send to Karieva. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they get to the boarding house where Tamar and everyone is, and it's a nice house. Um, and Tamar and Nadia were sitting there with Adric, and as soon as they get there, Tolia gives his sister a hug, mm-hmm. and Zoya gives Nadia and Adric a really big hug. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what happened? Um, and everyone's like, later. And Misha comes back and jumps into Mal's arms, which is excited. really sweet. Um, and Adric's like, well, did you find it? Like, David's with Jenya. Should I go get him? And uh, uh, Tamara's like, chill. Or sorry, yeah, Nadia. Nadia's like, chill. She's like, chill. They just had this journey. Um, and then Tolly's like, well, is there tea? And then Tamara says that they don't have good <laughs> And Tamara says, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the tea, sis. Uh, it's not good. Um, <laughs> the tea. Is there tea? Yes. Yeah. No um, bueno. The bad thing is that the uh, Darkling moved on West Ravka. Oh, heck yeah. They got... Sorry. You're good. You text me back. They got top four. Heck That's yeah. That's really good. Awesome. Yay. Um, okay. Sorry, guys. His friend <laughs> was texting me. Um, and... Uh, so she's like, yeah, so not good tea. Um, the Darkling attacked. The tea is scalding. The Darkling attacked West. West Ravka. Thank you. <laughs> I should be like a robot voice like, West Ravka. Well, it's better than the way I say it. I was listening to the last episode and I know we talked about it, but mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, I physically can't say it's it. It's really difficult. It um, is. And uh, Alina's like, well, when? He's, and they tell her, well, like. So the day you left? Basically immediately that after day. you left. Um, and uh, they note that he used the fold to take out a big chunk um, of mm. the south. But most people had already evacuated and they mm-hmm. don't know about Nikolai's forces that because they don't know where he is, there's rumors but no surety. Yeah. And uh, then Tamar's like, well, um, th- th- That's actually there's not more. All the tea. There's, there's, there's more. Um, he took Karam's in. <laughs> and it's the end of chapter finished. four. It is. That's what he did. So chapter 15. <laughs> M, M is aghast and agog. Uh, 
in chapter 15, Alina's like, she can't even believe that that happened. She's like me right now. She is. She's like struck silent. And they're like, She yeah. literally sings. The Orphanage. Except she does. And the Darkling's like, can I show you what I'm proudest of? <laughs> because he burned it down. <laughs> And immediately, Alina's like, what happened to the students? And nobody knows. Um, and so she's like, I need to get up to a, a private room. And so she goes up to Tamar's private room and immediately uses the connection um, that she has between the Darkling to meet with him. And she doesn't even waste any time. Like, she's immediately like, how could you do this? And he's, like, very chill. Like, It's oh. also important to note that they try to stop her from doing this. They're yes. like, hey, like, let's talk it out. And she's like, no, let me go. Actually, no. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, you're finally here. He was literally waiting for her. So we learned that he mm -hmm. burned the orphanage five days prior mm -hmm. and was waiting there for her to call to him. Because um, he was like, if nothing else gets your attention. It's this. This will get your attention. And he was, like, waiting for her literally next to the burned fireplace. Yeah. Like, she's, like, realizing she recognizes, like, the burnt mantle. And so she takes his arm so she can see the whole thing because mm -hmm. he wants her to see it, which is so awful. Yeah. Everything is just... It's, it's burned. It's... It's ruined. Destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, then he turns... So they kind of go outside and then he turns her around <laughs> And she falls to her knees and just not, can't even, she can't even scream. Like, there's no noise for mm -hmm. what she's seeing. And she notes that the tree that she had once climbed as a child um, mm -hmm. wasn't burned, but um, had bodies hanging from it. And so there oh were three Grisha teachers, one in mm -hmm. a red kefta, one in a blue kefta, one in a purple kefta. Mm -hmm. Botkin. That hurt. Yeah. That, ugh. That and she notes that he had scars on his, like, all around like the, him they he hung went him down up, fighting. He hung, they had to hang him up dead because mm -hmm. he had gone down fighting. Mm -hmm. And then Anakuya, also dead. And then the Darkling, piece of shit. He's like, I think she was the closest thing you had to a mother. Well, and that says that he it does mm -hmm. not, he's not acknowledging Bagra's agency and mm -hmm. doing what she did. Because what Bagra did was commit suicide. Mm -hmm. But what he is thinking is, like, he's blaming Alina for yeah. his mom's death basically and so this was his like tit for tat like quid pro quo and she's move. she's kneeling and has her eyes covered and he moves her hands away mm -hmm. from her face so he can watch her cry yeah i'm like ew he's so gross ew. this is like the most this is like the the biggest abusive relationship yes. part of a abusive an abusive relationship yes. because not to this extent hopefully but this God. is very the actions are the yeah. typical abusive relationship, like yeah. textbook. Like, this is how you pay attention mm -hmm. to me. This is, like, all of the guilt and glitter is off of him, and this is who he is. Yeah, and she... And she's she, like, how could you do this? Mm -hmm. um, and then she's like, well, I hope Botkin killed... Um, I hope I hope he killed 20 of your Grisha, 100. And he's like, yeah, he was he a was really cool. great guy. I, that's a bummer that he had to die, but it's your fault. But then she's like, where are the kids? Mm -hmm. <laughs> where are the children? And he asked where she is. Um, and he was like, I really thought you were going to come to me when I um, expanded the fold into West Ravka. Oh, there we go. That's a good one. There, that's um, really good. But you didn't. So this is the only way that you were going to... I knew you were going to come to me. And she's... Because she's literally been in the wilderness with mm -hmm. no phone. Yeah. Basically. And she's demanding to know where are they. And he's like, 
for now they're safe, um, but they will be on my boat when I mm. enter the skiff, uh, enter the fold again. So She's they're like, hostages. As hostages. He's like, yeah, I, if you try to attack me in the fold, this is my insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do anything, I'm just going to feed them to the Volcra one by one. Yep. And she's like, these people were innocent. He's like, I'm going to be there in five days and you and the tracker, because even after all this yeah. time, he still can't say Mal's name, mm-hmm. um, will be there and mm-hmm. you won't put up a fight. Yeah. And she's like, they were all innocent. Why? Like, how could you do this? He's like, I've waited hundreds of years for this moment. And for I you. literally, Ugh. yeah, I did. Yeah, that's the thing. He's like, I've waited hundreds of years for this, for you, for your power. And I, he says he's earned it. You. He has he, not earned it. He feels entitled to it. That's the part that made me so icky. Yeah. It was like, I've earned it. I've, I've lost a lot over these hundreds of years and yeah. I have killed and I've done this and I've waited for you and your power and I've earned I'd it. I'd kidnap a hundred children to keep this company alive. Monsters <laughs> <laughs> Inc. Um, but so much worse. And he's like, whatever the cost, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And she, then she's like, oh my gosh, there's, there's not going to be anything left. And he's like, that's not true. I will be left. And, and you'll have nothing but me. And then he hugs her. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote ick. And Very then she gross. then she breaks the connection. Which yeah. again, this part, just the way he's so calm and collected, yeah. it is just like It's so calculated. Di- it is so just disgusting and mm-hmm. abusive. Um so jumping forward, she's still on her knees, like crying in her mm-hmm. in Tamara's room. And eventually Zoya, Tamara, and Nadia and Jenya come in mm-hmm. and comfort her. Um, which I'm like, I love this moment. I'm loving that we got that friendship in yeah. this book. Um, and then eventually, um, uh, Alina tells them that he has the students and that he killed the teachers in Botkin. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, then she starts to tell them that Mal is the firebird or not the firebird, the third amplifier, but he mm-hmm. kind of the fire, whatever. Um, maybe yeah. he should have gotten a firebird tattoo. <laughs> that would have gone a hell of a lot harder than I have become a blade. What if it's a firebird holding a blade? I am become a firebird blade. Kick ass. <laughs> I am become I am a fire blade. <laughs> That's better than blade bird. For sure. That would kick I'm ass, sorry. honestly. Oh, um, you can redo it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nadia's like, he already told us. Um, and uh, they're comforting each other because they're yeah, all... Yeah, it's mutual. Yeah. Everyone's like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And then Tamara asks how long they have. And uh, Lena tells him that they have five days. And the Mal comes into the room and mm-hmm. she explains to him um, what what they have to do. Uh, and he's like, well, we have to do it. He's like, I had a good run, yeah, basically. You're, you're gonna have to kill me. Um, and she's like, I can't bear to kill you. And then he's kind of pissed and he's like... Oh, you're going to, or else this will all be meaningless. Which, fair, but also, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, and then he grabs her wrist, and there's, like, light behind her eyes, and she's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, like that. And uh, uh, then Jenny's like, well, um, David might have an idea. Uh-huh. Actually. That, that could help. Um, and then we jump forward, and David's like, it was actually Jenny's idea. <laughs> Aww. Um, and uh, so now they're at, like, a little, like, taco truck down the no, street. No, basically, Food honestly. Food truck down the street from, from their their home. And Misha's dancing mm-hmm. with the people there, so he's not in on the conversation. Which mm-hmm. I'm glad that Libra Dugo put that in there, because otherwise yeah. it would have been like, they left a child at home. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Include the child. And, 
uh, Zoe's like, okay, we'll put Jenya's name on the plaque. Just tell us the plan. Yeah, please. Um, and David's like, well, you disguise the bittern, um, but do you think you could do that with us? Everyone's like, meh. It's the same thing. You just bend the light. Just, just bend the light. <laughs> and Harshaw's like, wait, so we would be invisible? And Jenny's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And so they talk about where the Darkling would launch. Um, and, uh, ooh, excuse me. Um, Adric is like, we could sneak into the camp and get the students out. And they're like, that's mm-hmm. too risky. And then Alina's like, he knows these kids. Mm-hmm. He is probably friends with them. Because remember, he yeah. asked to be, He was the one stay. who stayed behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jenny's like, okay, well, we have to attack on the fold. Alina's like, we'll keep the Volcra at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they can't see us, then, uh, even if the Darkling has his Oprichniki and Grisha bending the light, you'll have your light. We'll mm-hmm. attack. We'll have the surprise attack, really. Yeah, basically. Um, they're basically, they're basically like, why would we have to even use a third amplifier mm-hmm. if we can go in stealth mode and get it yeah. done? Um, and so they're like, okay, well, maybe this is a way it could potentially work. And then Mal's like, mm, too many things can go wrong. And Nadia's mm-hmm. like, mm, it's not your call. <laughs> yeah. No, basically. <laughs> she's like, but she does come up and say, she's like, you, you're one of us. Mm-hmm. We are a team. Give us a chance to save your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, which slay. Honestly. Um, <laughs> well, don't slay him. <laughs> don't <please>. slay. <laughs> And then Harshaw gets a little dig in. He's like, hey, be careful who you're talking to. He's the Darkling's blood relation. Relative. nephew? And Mal's like, what? <laughs> Mal's like, I had not thought about that yet. <laughs> I don't care for it. Uncle Xander. <laughs> Uncle Alex. <laughs> Family reunion's got to be super awkward. <laughs> Bad stuff. It would literally, literally at this point, it would just be Mal and... <laughs> it's literally just Mal and the Darkling. There's no one left. How sad. Okay, but also Bagra knew, remember? Yeah. Yes. She, like, she sensed it. She said, who was that? Whose voice was that? And Alina's like, not now, old woman. Where are you from? <laughs> um, if and they Alina's had, like, give me the firebird. Yeah, if they had had a conversation, whatever. Um, crazy, crazy. And uh, Jenya also is like, you're one of us. Um, one and if Alina has to kill you, she'll go completely crazy and she'll have three amplifiers. So, um, so... That would be bad. Yeah, that's no bueno. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) let's keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Alina's like, oh, okay. They make some jokes and she Mm -hmm. knows, and she's thinking, I know that they're joking, but she's like, oh, um, he was meant to be her balance. Or the Darkling said to Alina that she was meant to be his balance. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, is that the same thing that Mal and I have? Like, is he supposed to be, whatever. Yeah. Um, And, uh, Nadia's like tells Mal, well, at least consider it, and if something goes wrong, and Zoya's like, Alina will have a new bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> Which what would his what would that bracelet look like? Bad. <laughs> it would just be bones. It's his teeth. Ew! Oh, a tooth bracelet. Ew! What if it's just like hair braided? That'd be kind of cool. That's gross. That's, that's better. <laughs> They're both Teeth. gross. I would much rather. People keep hair in lockets and stuff. It's kind of cute and sweet. Teeth? Yeah. I don't. Well, it's, that's better than skin. <gasps> or bones. I don't even want to think about skin. Bones is fine. You can chisel a bone into like a little earring stud. I, no. That's much better. Any way we spin it, it's gross. Any, it's you're wearing a good. human person. <laughs> that's I not okay. Like I don't like it. Um. Anyway. 
uh, so they kind of go through the plan and um, how they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And Alina notes that she has to be the one to kill the Darkling and she can use the cut. Um, And then Zoe's like, oh my gosh, this actually might work. And I wrote, if you say it, will it? Exactly. No. You just freaking... No. Hmm. No, it doesn't work. Um, And uh, then Mal's like, okay, but if it doesn't work, then we all agree that I have to die. Everyone's like, yeah, no words. No worries. He makes Alina promise. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah. Um, And so they go and dance with Misha, and she's thinking back to... um, well, we don't have an army. Mm-hmm. We don't have the resources of a king. We have this ragtag team of misfits. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all the people I love. And the Darkling's going to use them against me one way or another. So we just got to do so it. So might as well just go mm-hmm. for it. And so later that night, they're all back at the house. And they're stayed up late um, talking through the plan and how they're going to get through the fold and how they're going to get mm-hmm. in. Um, and the next morning, um, they left to the bit to Dostolba to get the bittern mm-hmm. to go to the other side of the fold where they need to set up camp to go into the fold for the battle. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and uh, they get to the boat, and Adric's like, oh my gosh, is that my blood? And Zoya's like, you made it. You got to clean it up. <laughs> um, he's like, well, I need two hands for a mom. Yeah. They're, um, they're bickering. Mm-hmm. It's like good. And uh, Zoya taunts him but it kind of fuels Adric not only because he has a crush on her but mm-hmm. it's it's joking and bringing some light and normalcy to the situation because Nadia yeah. is like fussing over him yeah um and Alina's like well he so Alina notes that he can still summon and she's mm-hmm. with one arm um and she thinks well Bagger can teach him how to oh no she can't she's uh, dead um <laughs> that's, that's so hard funny. yeah um and uh, then Alina thinks, well, what would she have made a mountain? Like, she knew if you mm-hmm. just had a conversation about it. Yeah, she picked that up immediately because mm-hmm. she had never been around Mal until that moment. Yeah, and she was blind and could see it. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and uh, they know that they're going to meet the Apparat and his team um, at the field where they race horses in Karieva. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Tamar and Harshaw were going to scout beforehand. And then they would go... Um, they would make their way across. Tolia would have the mm-hmm. people, the army, and then they would come back for them, essentially. Yeah. Um, and so they get there early, and they start practicing. And Misha's like, practice on me. I'm the smallest. It'll be easy. I'm little. Yeah. Um, and so she uses her powers to bend the light so you can't see Misha. And he moves, and then you can see him. And so she's just practicing, She's just practicing, really. fine-tuning it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then Zoya's like, Oh, that little brat just kicked me. <laughs> Go off, Misha. And uh, Mal says, smart kid. Um, and then Alina says, quote, smarter than some. And Mal's like, oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, well. Because oh. <laughs> remember, they slept together. Mm. Um, and she's like, mm. <laughs> uh, Yeah, he should have just kept his mouth shut there. Yeah. That's, that was a, not a pro gamer move. Yeah. Um, and so they are really just practicing um going through and mm-hmm. zoya anytime she can see some someone she's Zoya's like i can see him mm-hmm. um and so alina's like eventually is like let's take a break um and so they're all working and toya yeah. and alina are sitting next to each other um and uh he asks her if she can do it when the time comes mm-hmm. um and she tells toya she's like oh my gosh you don't think the plan is gonna work yeah He's like, I don't think it matters. She's like, but you don't. He's like, if you defeat the dark, quote, sorry. Mm-hmm. If you defeat, quote, if you defeat the Darkly, the fold will remain. 
Um, she's like, I could make it better. I could help people cross and we could eliminate, like we could kill all the Volcra, which doesn't sit right with her because she knows they used to be people. Mm -hmm. Um, and he comes back and he's like, you asked me why I didn't let you die in the chapel. Why I let Mal go after you. Maybe this was the reason. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) no. Uh, and he brings up their um, he and Tamar's faith, um, mm-hmm. and that it brought them to her. So yeah. no matter how this ends, they're going to fight with her. Um, Love it. And then he goes over to Mal and Misha. Like, oh. Yeah. And so Alina's just has a lot of thoughts going through mm-hmm. her head. She's dealing with a lot at the moment. <laughs> and then they hear um, horses coming down, and Nadia and her climb up to the captain's part of the boat so they can see what's coming. And... There's only 12 soldiers mm-hmm. and they're all young. And she notes Ruby's there and Vladim, mm-hmm. the one that she like she marked. burned really. Yeah. Um, and when they get off their horses, they all kneel. And Zoe's like, oh my gosh, not this again. Like, <laughs> and Alina's like, wait, is this all of you? Um, and they're, and they're like, like, yeah. yeah. And she's like, well, what, what did the apparatus say? Like, why didn't he send more? And they're like, well, actually he said that you told him to keep everyone safe. So he wasn't going to send everyone, but we escaped, <laughs> which good. And she's like that dirty hoe. <laughs> <laughs> the apparat. <laughs> why is that so funny? <laughs> the apparat, you dirty hoe. Dirty hoe. <laughs> because he was like, yeah, I'll keep your followers safe. But he's, the Aphrat follows the power. He wants to see who's going to win. Yeah. Um, and so she thanks them for their loyalty. Um, mm-hmm. And Ruby's like, oh, where are we going? And Aline's like, into the fold. And they're like, oh, what? Huh? <laughs> what? Yeah. And that's the end of chapter 15. Yep. So now into chapter 16. Boop, 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 they're going boop, boop, into Krabirsk um, through the fold. And again, yeah. the some of them are going through. Tolia's leading mm-hmm. the sun soldiers to a certain spot. And then they'll come back for them. Yep. And so Alina notes that she's ready when they go into the fold. Mm-hmm. And she notes now it feels more familiar because she has that darkness in her. Yeah. Um, and she uses her powers and they get through the fold pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and the other side, it had been, the town had been evacuated. And so they found mm-hmm. this cute little, cute little farm. It is like a like cute, cute little, little farm. farm. It's like, moment. like I would want to live here. Yeah. Uh, and it's a fancy house, and Zoe's like, ugh, it's new money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. A perfect little cake of a building is I know. how it's described. It's just like, ugh, I, I want to live there on an orchard, keep bees, make ugh, mead, so and cider. Um, ugh. And so uh, they describe the house, and it's next to an apple orchard, and the, she notes that the fruit will never be harvested because, Bad. yeah. Um, well, because they're gone. Yeah. And it's... it's out. It's ready to be harvested now. So, mm-hmm. but they can eat the apples. <laughs> yeah, they can eat some apples, and that's fine. Um, and so Mal and Harshaw went to go hunt for some food, and um, their Alina goes down to um, the essentially mm-hmm. the shore of the fold. Yeah, basically. Um, and she's there, and then she hears a sound behind her, and she sees Nikolai on top of a rock. Mm-hmm. And he looks. He's wearing. He looks cleaner than he did the last time she saw him. But he's, you know, still a monster type yeah. thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so she's nervous because she doesn't know how much of him is still there. And so mm-hmm. she reaches into her pocket, which she still has the huge ass diamond or emerald ring. That's just ring. been in her pocket this whole time. I know. Um, and she holds it out and he goes mm-hmm. down to her 
and takes the ring out of her hand, turns her hand over and puts mm-hmm. it on, on her ring finger. Oh, um, I love Nikolai. I know. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I loved him before this horrible thing that happened to him. And then it happened to him. And I'm like, I love him even more. Like, he's <laughs> like, just so, oh, he's, he's still so, himself. What is it? Oh, he's, he, <laughs> what's the TikTok audio? I can't remember. Um, oh, he's tortured. And no, what yeah. What is it? Um, I can't remember what it is. No. It's like, oh, he's he's dark and brooding and tortured. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. It's like in that he's still hit so himself. Yeah. Um, and then oh. he points to her hand and makes the move. He moves mm-hmm. his hand like, like she does when she's summoning. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you want me to call the light? And so she does. Um, and mm-hmm. he grabs her hand and puts it on his chest. And she tries to pull it away, but he's holding her hand there. Yep. She's like, no, I'm not going to do this to you. And mm-hmm. he, like, moves his hand to her chest again. Yeah. Um, she's like, we don't know what this is going to do. Um, he's like, I would either want to... It's basically like, this is either going to cure me or kill me, and mm-hmm. either of those is preferable to right now. Yeah. And so he, he can't speak, but he's, like, begging her to, essentially. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I'll try. And so she uses the light, and he winces, mm-hmm. but he's holding her hand there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the black streaks on his chest are starting to fade mm-hmm. away and they're like, oh my gosh, it's working. And he's in pain cause it does hurt. Yeah. Um, but it's working and, mm-hmm. uh, then she feels something pushed back and then the darkness goes over his chest again. Yeah. Um, which is a bummer. And sorry. The- <laughs> no, no, it is a bummer. It's really sad. How a bummer, dude. How a um, bummer. Well, they are on the fold. It's like an ocean, you know? Yeah. How a bummer. Um, and she's, she, Alina notes, she doesn't say it out loud, but that the only thing that works on the Nichevoy is the cut and the cut Mm -hmm. would kill him. And Nikolai like puts his shoulders down. He's very like, oh yeah. And she tells him that they'll think of something that David, you know, is going to do something. Um, Mm -hmm. and he drops to his knees, uh, -hmm. like crouches down and puts his face in his hands and she goes over to him and touches his arm. Mm -hmm. And then gives him a hug, and she apologizes, and he puts his head on her shoulder, and she apologizes again. Mm-hmm. And then he sighs, and then he takes a breath in, and then, like, tenses. Mm-hmm. And then one of his teeth starts to, like, bite her, yeah. and she's like, Nikolai. And he's holding yeah. her tight, and she pushes away and yells, stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looks at him, and he has a different look on his face. Mm-hmm. And she's like, please, no, 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 don't. This, is, this isn't you. Like it's he's not hungry. you. Nikolai if you come at me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he like realizes, Oh my gosh, what have I done? And he, again, it's the monster in him. That's like fighting back. Yeah. Um, and she knows that his eyes are brimming with shadows and it's like tears. as He's crying. crying. Yeah. Um, and he screams essentially because yeah, he, he can't he's like just in such grief. Like you know in Twilight when Edward smells Bella, he's like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> no, really, but this that's is so much happens. better. <laughs> um, and then he's he flies into the air and goes into the fold, mm-hmm. and she screams after him. And then Mal Harshaw and Zoya come towards her. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Was that a Nietzsche And she's like, "It was Nikolai." Um, and Mal's yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, he found us!" And she's like, "Yeah, he's been following us since we left the spinning wheel." And they're like. Oh, what? Excuse me? And Zoe's like, why wouldn't you tell us? Um, and they're like, we should kill him. And yeah. Alina's like, I didn't abandon anyone. I'm yeah. not abandoning him. Yep. Um, and so they're like, okay, we need to go back to camp. Um, so Harshaw and Zoe go back to camp. Um, mm-hmm. And 
Alina tells Mal, she's like, are you going to yell at me too? And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I've wanted to kill Nikolai a lot. Um, but now is maybe not the right time. Yeah. But, you know, I I would really like to know about that ring, though. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I had Oops. this huge emerald engagement Oops. ring on my hand. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and she's like, I thought he would recognize it. Mm-hmm. And he at, Mal asked her if he did. And she's like, I think he did. But then he tried to eat me. And then he flew into the fold. Um, mm-hmm. and Mal's like, well, do you think he thought he was trying to kill himself? She's like, I don't know. Um, but he tried to have me heal him. So there is yeah. some part of him that's still there. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Al- Alina or Mal's like, well, you know, maybe you don't know what you're, you'll be able to do once you get the 30 amplifier. And she's like, you mean once I kill you? Yeah. And they go back and forth about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mal's like, you know what? I'm hungry. Let's go get food. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and, uh. They go back to camp. Uh, well, before they do, he pulls her in for a kiss mm-hmm. um, and then bites her ear, which I'm like, that, whatever. Um, <laughs> what are you, what's that face? Sometimes you got to bite an earlobe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Not hard, though. Because he's like, he does it hard enough that she's like, ouch. Okay, Mike Dyson. <laughs> Vander Holyfield can't relate. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, you don't just lean in and bite somebody's <laughs> ear. There's a buildup to ear biting. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I shouldn't have asked. Um, <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Your prize is knowledge you didn't want. Yeah. You can't return it. It's with you forever. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> anyway, the soldiers got there. <laughs> The soldiers got there and they yeah. go back to the house and they, um, uh, eventually, sorry, they get back to yeah. the house. Um, and, uh, Alina describes what everyone does that day, just preparing mm-hmm. for the battle the next day. Basically. Um, and David and Jenya, um, had been trying to make the Lumia. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jenya is very skilled. She's half, half kind of like half healer, half yeah. material. She's, she uh, has such a good understanding of everything. Yeah. That she's able to practice mm-hmm. very small science. Um, and so eventually that night they're all eating by the fireplace. Um, mm-hmm. And they're just chatting before. Yeah, chatting and drinking. Yeah, before the battle. Um, and uh, eventually, um, sorry, they, she's like going through the plan, which I don't need to go over yeah. again. We'll get there. Um, and that night she notes that some people like stayed together in front of the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Some people like joint went off in pairs. Nadia mm-hmm. and Tamar went off early. Yeah. Um, cause no one wanted to be alone that night. And she goes over to find Mal and he was making the final check of the weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, he notes that after they left the fold for the first time, they had gone mm-hmm. through this orchard and she's like, Oh, I kind of remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then Alina asks Mal if if the reason that mm-hmm. th- what they have between them is because of the amplifiers. And he's like, maybe it brought us together, but I'll just read the quote. Quote, maybe yeah. that brought us together, but it didn't make us who we are. It didn't make you the girl who could get me to laugh when I had nothing. Mm-hmm. It sure as hell didn't make me the idiot who took that for granted. Whatever there is between us, we forged it. It belongs to us. Which I was like, okay, okay. That's nice. Stan, we stand. Stan moment. Uh, Jordy's like, mm. It's fine. <laughs> That is nice. Um, and then he he is like, okay, come with me, and takes her hand and pulls her behind him. Um, and they're mm-hmm. going down the hall, and she's like, well, I kind of hoped that he was going to 
lead me into one of the bedrooms, but okay. But that's fine, I guess. Um, and we're in this, they're like in this like kind of gross little room. And she's like, oh, <laughs> wow, great. I love it. <laughs> and then he opens the door or like opens a passageway into the conservatory. And yeah. it's this. It's like a greenhouse mm-hmm. kind of. And it's beautiful. It's glass and it's mm-hmm. storming outside and there's apple trees and there's like a, mm-hmm. a little river inside and mm-hmm. it's lovely. Um, and there's a desk and uh, they like note what's on its personal belongings of the person who owns the house. Yeah. Um, and Mal's like, well, what do you think would have happened if the um, examiners had discovered you were Grisha when we were in Karamzin? Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of go through the different scenarios. And she's like, yeah, if mm-hmm. I had gone, like, well, she's thinking, would I have been Jenya's friend or would I have just considered her mm-hmm. a servant? Would I have been Zoya's friend? Mm-hmm. Um, and then she tells Mal, she's like, I know exactly what would have happened. I have been spoiled and pampered and I would have forgotten mm-hmm. Karamzin um, and potentially you. Um and yeah. uh, we would have gotten, the Darkling would have wanted the amplifiers. And then eventually one day, mm-hmm. uh, a tracker from, a tracker orphan um, would have come to see us. Mm-hmm. And I would have seen you and I would have been wearing the kefta and you, um, okay. uh, you would be led into us. And uh, he was like, then Mal tells her that he wouldn't have been able to stop looking at her. She's like, mm-hmm. he would have been looking at Zoya. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Zoya's there? She's like, yeah, she always she's is. always around. <laughs> always watching. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, no, I would have noticed you. And he's, she's like, yeah, obviously you would have. I'm a sun summoner, idiot. Come <laughs> on, stupid ass. And then uh, he's. she asks him, she's like, did you ever notice me in Karamzin? Um and she looks at him and he is blushing. He's like looking down. Like he's suddenly like like a shy little kid. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe. Um, and mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I did. Um, I had some interesting thoughts about you back <laughs> but then. I didn't <clears throat> want to ruin our friendship. Yeah. Which like fair, but also <laughs> had a such a line. Everybody um, says that. <laughs> the Lord is leading me in a different direction. <laughs> My husband said I, that like... He was afraid of ruining our friendship. But that was after we had already, like, started going out. And I was like, why did it take us this long to start going out? And he was was like, like, I'm scared that it would have ruined our friendship. Anyway. um, Me by myself. Um, (laughs) What was... It was, like, an episode or two ago where you're like, if you know anyone between the ages... I was like, oh, my gosh. I appreciate the help. It's still open. It's an open offer. Um, Anyway. um, (laughs) uh, um, He's like... Well, I always felt guilty for these feelings because you're supposed to be my best friend. She's mm-hmm. like, you're an idiot. You're stupid. He's like, I am aware. <laughs> Finally, they're acknowledging. Yes. Um, and uh, she's like, I would have noticed you. Um, it's like, oh, would you? Like, still kind of flirting. Mm-hmm. But she's taking it seriously. Like, yeah, I would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, yeah, and this still would have been our ending. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, well, that kind of sucks. Even in our dreams. <sighs> um <laughs> Like, even in our fantasies, we still yes. end up here. Um, and then uh, he tells, he grabs her face and is like, I would have, without you, I would have been different. I would have been weaker. I would have been reckless. And I would have been afraid of the dark. Which I'm like, that's really cute because she's Uncle Alex. the light. <laughs> Standing in the corner. <laughs> like a little kid. Mom, I threw up. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. No. She's like, Alex, the sleep paralysis demon, you wake up. Alexander, <laughs> come back to sleep. 
outside. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just need to haunt in your dreams. Oh my gosh. So good. Oh my gosh, we're literally uh, so funny. <laughs> we are. It's so good. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Uncle Alexander is not with them right now. Um, and then um, she kisses him and he's like, oh man, I'm going to miss this, which I'm like, Y'all have kissed 14 could, times yeah, before but, this. Yeah, but could that also, like, kill the vibe a little bit? Yes. Um, and he then tells her that he wanted more for her. He wanted a mm-hmm. white veil, vows that they could keep. And she's, like, a proper wedding night. Which I'm like, also, not the time to bring that up. No. Um, and uh, she's like, just promise me that this isn't goodbye. That's the only thing I need. And he just tells her that he loves her, does mm-hmm. not vow that to her. Um, and then... They sleep together. Yeah. Um, I'm still lonely, baby. <laughs> yeah. But it's also funny because I, I wrote LOL at this point. Mm-hmm. She pulls his shirt off mm-hmm. um, and is like feeling down his back. And she, she's she like, feels oh, his I, freaking eye and become a blade <laughs> tramp stamp. She like, she notes that she's like feeling the muscles Ugh. in his back and she feels the tattoo. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm so annoying about this. And everybody I know who knows me thinks I'm so annoying about this. But a good tattoo that is healed and done by a healer like Toya should not have raised edges. I think that maybe you can feel. Look, I think maybe Tolia was like, "Bro, this is not a good you're tattoo. Gonna, you're, you're gonna, gonna want to regret, regret it." So I'm just gonna leave it at the like top at the of surface. your skin. Yeah, because like if you take care of it and you do what you're supposed to, you cannot. It's indistinguishable. Anyway. Rant over. Yeah. Well, it's not because Tolia knew that it was a mistake. That's true. Um, because Tolia, smart king, um, Mel, not. <laughs> and then Mal tells her that he's all that she's all he's ever wanted, and that she's the whole of his heart. Hmm. Yada yada yada. Then he grabs her wrist. They sleep together. Okay, that is kind of weird to me that he's like, let you let me give you a taste of what murdering me is gonna feel like, as we're having coitus, like, like that's kind of not cool. Uh, Mm, yeah but then i do love she's like quote all i saw was mal's face all i felt was his body above me around me an awkward (laughs) rhythm at first (laughs) an awkward rhythm at first and then she's like it was all we would ever have i'm just hoping that they had a little more foreplay because otherwise that would have been very uncomfortable Jordan, it's a book. It's a YA book. We're we're not getting into it. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm worried. Are her needs being met? I'm concerned. I don't know. I did write at the end of the chapter, get it, girl. (laughs) Slay. (laughs) One of my favorite things is to put YA, (laughs) this is ridiculous, is to put YA series all together and then put a little flag where they have sex. (laughs) It's always in the last book. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And that is the end of chapter 16. So there we hope you enjoyed uh, this episode. We, we definitely did. did. Yeah. We're <laughs> we literally a, the funniest we people we know. We had a grand know. time. <laughs> we hope y'all think um, we're as funny as we think we are. Yeah. Um, and if y'all have any jokes you would like us to slide in. Mm. Um, then slide into our DMs. <laughs> you can, I couldn't even finish it. You can send us an email at twomournerspod at gmail.com to spell out 2-W-O. You can follow us on Instagram at twomournerspod um, and then follow us on TikTok at twomournerspodcast. Um, and we are close to the end of this book. Can yeah, we, we only have other? one more episode, episode left, I think. And then our Drunk book. and Disorderly where we will get into some discussions as yes. well. Um, but thank you all for joining. It went fast. Yeah, it did. Um, thank you all for joining. <laughs>
And as always, happy heisting! Bye!